Riverside. What's up? Good morning. Happy, happy, today's Monday. Happy Monday. Uh, it's another episode of Knucklehead Chronicles Podcast, man. Listen, I know the intro sounds a little different. Um, I'm on a, trying a different platform, trying to find my way back uh, with this podcasting thing. But uh, happy Monday. Uh, to, uh, Monday, today, uh, the day after the Super Bowl, which uh, last night's Super Bowl halftime show was by far and away the best, the best, the best, the best, the best halftime show ever, right? And I've seen, I, I, I saw the, the Janet Jackson, the nip slip back in, I can't remember what year it was, but a long time ago. Um, uh, I've seen the Michael Jackson one. I've seen some great ones, right? But last night uh, was the best halftime show in Super Bowl, and it was it was the best half halftime show for many reasons, right? I mean, you had, you know, you had Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent, uh, <laughs> drop in. I didn't even know. I don't even think he was on. He was he wasn't even on the promo, so I'm not sure how he was. He ended up there, but he still rocked the house, and Mary J still did her bad dancing, and uh, <laughs> you guys, you know, you got Snoop and Dre. It was, it was a classic, you know. Um, but you know, I was just thinking, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to get into the, uh, my podcast today. I'm going to talk a little bit about racism. I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a pause from my story a little bit and just talk about racism because it's amazing how, uh, bad and how bold these racists and bigots have gotten, you know, over the years. And it's, it's like, it's, uh. And, and it's almost sickening because, like, I'm like, why, why, why are you guys so, so hell bent on being and just hating us, you know? Uh, and this is I just I literally just got before I uh, started recording this morning. I literally sat here on my computer on my phone actually, and was reading a post. And of course, the per- the person that posted the post was a Republican, uh, and, and probably so. He was a bigot and a racist and, you know, all that. And and his post uh, said, uh, worst halftime show ever. Now, any, any, anybody that said that last night's halftime show was the worst halftime show ever is it definitely one of two things, or one of three things. Like a hater, a racist, or a rocket raccoon. One of those three. And, those, and for those of you who don't know what a rocket raccoon is, uh, a rocket raccoon is a coin uh, phrased by uh, T. Nathan, who is a uh, TikToker, a friend of mine. I mean, we've never met or anything like that, but, he's, you know, but he coined that phrase, rocket raccoon. And these are black folk who side with the biggest and the racist, you know, Coo uh, stepping for a mouse. And all that. Those are rocket raccoons, just in case anybody want to know. If anybody ever wonders who or what a rocket raccoon is, that's it. If you know any rocket raccoons in your life, 
get rid of them. You know, they, but um, so it was just, it was just, you know, and I was reading this post and I'm reading the comments and, and everybody that commented negatively about the halftime show last night were all Caucasian and, and they were all racist and bigots. I mean, you, you can go back and you can pull up all their profiles and their pigs and with the Confederate flags and all that. And it's like, okay, but, you know, why can't we have anything? Why, why, why y'all gotta, why do you, why do people have to hate us to the point where we can't have nothing? You know, somebody, somebody commented on the post and said, uh, somebody commented on the post and said, so if you did like the halftime show, that's fine. But the fact that you posted about it makes you racist. Because you could have just kept it to yourself. I mean, you know how many times I've watched stuff on TV and did like it and just kept rolling, right? Just kept scrolling. I'm not going to do this, you know. But it's 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 just amazing how they're just boldly like, I don't like them. You know, I found something to do for 20 minutes. And just the comments people are saying, let me see if I can pull it back up. You know, uh, I found something to do for 20 minutes. I did this, I did that. You know, it's like, uh, but listen, I mean, you you really you really didn't have to do all that. You know, uh, because the, uh, the poster on Facebook, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Marvin Lee Suggs out of uh, Lakeview, South Carolina, uh, I'm assuming, he was some sort of politician at some point or another. Uh, and of course, his wife chimed in on the on the post, and it was just kind of funny. I mean, uh, the post was possibly the worst, the, possibly the worst halftime show ever. Um, and so people are coming in. I mean, there are there are black folk on this post that are chiming in and, and giving him the business on the post. But it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder, though. I mean, even though we address these bigots and rocket raccoons and all that, we do that. Why? I mean, I because you're not going to change them. They're not going to see a different mind. They're not going to see a different thought process. They're not gonna. I mean, they don't care. I mean, and and, and it's like every time we approach it, I, mean, I know we I know we have to continue to fight the good fight. I get it. I really do get that. Right. But it's like it's extremely exhausting because people are just stupid and they're woefully stupid. It's not even it's not even the fact they're being stupid a little bit. They're being woefully stupid and they're just spouting stuff and misinformation and just spewing this venomous hate, you know. But then they don't want critical race theory started taught in schools. Like how you don't want because you know. I think I, I was I was doing a podcast episode with man he dig about I didn't get you to rec- uh, face recording it and one one lady her name is Vintage Tawani on TikTok and I and you you guys hear me you guys hear me um, mention TikTok I don't know how many times during the course of this episode but um, she did a uh, a video and she summed up critical race theory like this. She said, um, 
the kid, no, no, there was a picture. She had a green screen shot of Ruby Bridges behind her. And she said that uh, this is Ruby Bridges. When she was six years old, it threw, there were people that threw rocks at Ruby Bridges because she was trying to integrate schools, segregate, uh, desegregate schools. Critical race theory is because the people that threw the rocks don't want their grandchildren to know that they threw rocks at Ruby Bridges. <laughs> you know, so it's, and then, and, and, and that's how, this is, you can't explain it no better than that. That's exactly what the critical race theory is. You know, uh, the, 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 the people now, the older folk, you know, not even not really the older folk, but the Gen X folks there, and they do not want their children and grandchildren to find out that they were savage. They were savages. And how they ate us after lynchings and how they did this and how they had Jim Crow and how they had, they don't want, they don't want their children to know that because they know that in this society that if, we, if, if a child gets all of the information, they will make an informed decision and not just driven by what people say. They are driven by what they know, their research, their, what they learn. That, you know, uh, Martin Luther King had a great quote, and it said, uh, darkness can't drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate can't drive out hate. Only love can do that. And so it, it, is, it is a thing of we have to change the channel. We have to, you know, input different things. It's just like, you know, especially with today's generation that's coming up, you know, they're four, five, six years old now, eight, nine, ten years old. I mean, they're the next generation, right? So I, I feel like we have to um, change the oil in the car, right? If you if you have a car, these kids are the these kids are. Uh, I'm terrible with analogies, or some say I'm pretty good with them, but I think I'm pretty terrible with it. But anyways, children like cars, and you know if you put bad gas in a car, what what happens? It's gonna sputter. It's going to stall. It's going to stop working. It's going to do all kind of crazy stuff, right? You put the wrong gas in it. But if you put the, you put the 93 gas in there, in that car, guess what? That, kid, that thing can run smooth. It's going gonna, it's gonna to not stall, all that. So it's the same thing with children. You, know, you have to instill stuff in them. Because, listen, hate is not, hate is something. You do not. Most bigots and racists do not come out of the womb hating. They don't. You think that, you know? You would think because of, because of such of the uh, the instill hate that they have inside of them. But I can guarantee you, the hate that these folks carry doesn't come from the womb. They do not come out of they do not come out of their mama coochie hating people. They don't. They taught that. You know, hate is not a gene. <laughs> Something that's taught. Um, so it's just, you know, it's, it's crazy. This whole racism thing is crazy, and it's sickening. I mean, you have, you have, you have folks that are blatantly racist, uh, or culturally inappropriate, as it were. Maybe, maybe they're, they're not on purpose being racist, but they're culturally inappropriate. What I mean by culturally inappropriate is that you, if you have somebody that is wearing a hairstyle that has nothing to do. Okay. I, and I give you an example I'm talking about. Those little dudes, the, the sound bad, the, uh, the island boys or whatever the crap they are. Um, 
they wear locks and they have it all up in there. You know, they put all the product in there and they, so they just stand straight up. It looks stupid, actually. Uh, that's just my opinion. You know, I'll get away with your mom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's that you, you're culturally appropriating, right? Uh, when you see uh, Caucasians are non-melanated people wearing braids and locks, it's culturally inappropriate and it's wrong. You know, it's wrong. Uh, but you can't tell them they're wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can wear this hairstyle. Y'all can't, y'all can't run, y'all can't corner the market. I hear somebody tell me, you can't corner the market on hairstyle. Like, what you mean? Yes, I can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That it's ours. Like, you can't tell us what we can and can appropriate. Y'all colonize everything. You guys take, you take content and you make it your own and then, you know, it's just like, here's, okay, I'll give you another case of point. There's, there are so many different cases and points, right? There's a young lady on TikTok, her name was Holly, uh, uh, Holly Dolly, I think. But she's from the London, UK, right? Now, she, um, and, it, it just, and these are examples of how they take content from content creators and then make it their own. And they don't give no credit to the content creator, the originator, and they get all the credit. This young lady, I can't think of her name now, Polly Dolly or whatever. She's from anyway, she's from LA. I mean, uh, London, UK. And she made she built her platform on Jason Banks. Now, if anybody that's listening to this, if you guys know who Jason Banks is, uh Jason Banks is the originator of Derek Blind Adam. And uh, what's the other one? Oh, God, I can't think of another. Um, I can't think of the other character. But he is kind of the black Jeff Dunham without doll, without dolls. He does himself and the way he does his videos. But if you guys are familiar with Jason Banks, Jason Banks comedy across all, all social media platforms, this, this young lady built her platform on uh do it, not do anything, but um, taking his content and using it as her own. Now, it wasn't until people started chewing off her head that she was she started tagging Jason Banks in it for the first six to eight months to a year. Everything she did was strictly Jason Banks and would never tag him and give him any and uh, any any uh, would never give him any kudos or any credit. That's, that, that's thing, that thing goes on every day on TikTok or any across, across any social media for that matter. And it's it's getting old and people are tired. Let me tell you something. We are not, you know, we are not our ancestors. I've heard this, I heard somebody say this a thousand times. We are not our ancestors. We will knock your punk ass out. This is what that is, you know. And people need to understand that. You know, there's another instance where I was, I was watching, uh, I, was, I was listening on, uh, I was watching on TikTok. Uh, we'll get into that in just a minute. Powered by Riverside FM. <sighs> I tell you, so I'm listening, I'm, I'm looking on TikTok the other day, and, and there was a young man. Um, uh, most folks follow him. His name is Brian Diamond on TikTok. Now, Brian Diamond is a, a non-millionaire creator. 
Um, and he is pretty a strong, a pretty strong advocate for Black Lives Matter and everything black, right? But he's problematic as hell. Anybody that you know. So this is what happened with Brian. This is what Brian did. Nicki Minaj had a um, a, a black creator, Black History Month event on TikTok that she hosted. And so she invited all black creators to this particular event. Now, there were a few non-melanated creators in this particular event that were, you know, that shouldn't have, that should not have been there. Mr. Brian Diamond was one of those people. So, um, one of the TikTok, another TikTok creator who is a, uh, a, a creator who is part of the LGBTQ uh, community, uh, Ryan, he did a video and about uh, about Brian. And when I tell you that video went viral, I even do it today uh, because it was just it was just that good. Brian has built his has built his particular platform on the uh, stealing from black culture. He's you know he has the, all the mannerisms of a a black woman. He wears nails. Uh, he's part of the as as he's part of the LGBTQ uh, IA community. He wears nails, but all his mannerisms, all of that comes straight from, you know, an African American woman. So Ryan in his video, he I mean, when I tell you the the drag that this man took was absolutely epic, right? He, he drug him, you know, and he was like, you know, man, you 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 built your whole platform on on the stereotypes and the tropes of black women and he when he hit that he was not lying i mean because if you if you watch him if you go on tiktok and you follow brian diamond you'll see exactly what i'm talking about he's got the nail like i said he's got the nail so he'll put the stereotype is of hood women you know how you know how hood women are they got the do the, they do the whole neck roll and the tapping of the fingernails and all that that's brian diamond um, but then he weaponized or actually tokenized his stepfather who was black and his stepsister who was black. You know, like, oh, I, I got a black family, da 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 da. No, that's no different than you saying you got white friends, you know, black friends. No different. So why would you even do that? But they do it, get away with it, and there's nothing said. I mean, it's, it's nothing said. But you got you got creators like, Brian, who completely destroy uh, people like Brian. I mean, I'm surprised it's still up. I mean, because normally TikTok will shoot some stuff down, you know. And so I, I just don't understand it. This whole it, it is crazy. It's crazy. And then they, they have, they are so bold and they're just so brazen to where they just say whatever to people. And they think that for some reason, we are our ancestors, and we just gonna sit there and take it. Let me tell you something. One thing, one thing, as you know, with me, I'm not gonna do none of that, right? I have a, 
I have a coworker who I had to, who I had to straighten out real quick the other day. Uh, again, there's a TikTok that uh, floated around, and uh, it was supposedly uh, a joke about uh, what's different. Something that was about the, what's the difference between a white man and a black man, or something like that. And, and it was this white guy who opened up the door, and you can hear the kids say "Daddy" in the background. You know, supporting the narrative that black men don't take care of their kids. That was the narrative there. And the reason why uh, the, the initial the initial bigot that posted this uh, posted it because a black man stitched it or duetted it and laughed during the video. Now, as a black man who watched this video, I was I was that was not funny. <laughs> that was not funny. And only because I, you know it wasn't funny to me, and to be just be to be truthful and straight com- uh, forthcoming, is that the reason why it was it was not funny to me because I wasn't I was that father I wasn't there for my baby, not the whole time. But just to, to support this particular narrative though, in a negative light, you know that's you know that that's wrong, right? And so my coworker decided he wanted to post it. He wanted to post. I guess nobody else had seen it, you know, because I'm the only black guy in the in my work chat. Like everybody else is white. So he, so he posted this video in our work chat that we have, and you know, I, I was somewhere outside on the on the lot or something. Another I was walking, and I got the notification and I read it, and I said, oh. No, sir, you're going to have to explain why you posted this, you know. And he was like, oh, and I, so he didn't respond inside the chat. I had to, I had to, you know, get to his desk, stand in front of him and say, so you posted this because, you know, and he was like, oh, well, I didn't, it was a joke. I didn't mean anything from it. You know, that's what most racists and bigots say. <laughs> that's what most racists and bigots say. Oh, uh, it was a joke. I didn't mean to do that. You know, it was a joke. Come on, man. Calm, you know, be smooth. Calm down. Now, if I told you my coworker's last name, if I told you his last name, you were like, oh, come on, Terry, for real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because he might, he might listen, may listen to this. Uh, but even if he did, I wouldn't care. But it was just, uh, you know, I was like, bro, like, you can't post that. You know, um, if it was, you know, be it that we work together uh, and we had this work chat, I'm going to let you live on this one. But I'm here to, I'm, I'm also here to serve a warning. If you go and you post this on your Facebook or you post it on a black man's Facebook or whatever, you know, wherever you post it, please understand that there are consequences to everything you say and do. People, for some reason, think, this is a free country. I can say whatever the hell I want. And that's absolutely true. Men have fought and died for you to be able to say whatever it is you want to do. However, because you get to say what you want and do does not mean or does not free you from consequence. Please know that. If you walk around here and you call somebody a nigga with a hard ER, if you get your teeth knocked out of your throat, don't be mad about that because that's the consequence of your that's the consequences of your choice. You know, don't do that. 
Like my daughter and I, we always walking around the house. We always say, you know, you all in my business. Don't do that. And that's kind of, <laughs> so don't do that. I mean, I wish people would take the pulse. Uh, what they say? Uh, what they would? Oh God, I can't think of it. I'm, I'm driving. I'm driving a brain fart. Uh, check the room before you say something. You know, check the temperature of the room before you say anything, because you can come in and be all insensitive, all all insensitive, and and just just spot out crazy stuff. But I also get as people, they're just gonna say whatever they want to do. Anyway, they don't give a shit about what you think. They don't give a shit about how they how you feel. They don't care. They just feel like they can say whatever they want. I'm telling y'all, the time for that is running very, very short. And people are done playing with y'all. You know, and I'm one of those people. You know, I'm done playing with y'all. Stop. You know, stop putting up these neg- negative stereotypes. Stop being, you know, I had to, you know, uh, you know, not that, I, not that as a black man I'm offended by everything because I'm not. But a lot of things that I, that I kind of let slide, that I, you know, uh, I don't think it's funny, but I don't let, uh, let slide though. Um, but we, I mean, we we have to be more mindful of our surroundings, the people that we deal with. You know, uh, my dealership. Uh, I, I love, you know, you guys know, you guys know I sell cars. My dealership is. Uh, we we supposed to be this, we supposed to be this big old family, and it's not like that. I'm not. I wish they would stop saying stuff like that. There's no family here. You know what I'm saying? There's no family. We, it's a it's, it's a bunch of motherfuckers that work together. That's it. <laughs> That's it. None of that family stuff, man. I mean, because as soon as I I come to you and voice something, you're gonna you, you're going to downplay it and brush it off like I didn't say anything to you. So my feelings are, don't get me wrong, I like working there because of the money, you know what I'm saying? But there are some stuff that's starting to go on that I don't really appreciate and like it. But it's just, it's just what it is. Um, what else I want to talk to you guys about? I'll tell you about the, 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 the Nicki Minaj thing and how all these content creators that that, that was not melanated was part of this particular event. Which, what, what, are you, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? You know, we had something for us in the middle of Black History Month. And you're going to plop. <laughs> I think it's my man on TikTok, his name is Young Merc Fire. Uh, and he called them napkin warriors. You're going to let it call them napkin. So. Uh, but you guys are, yeah, it's a bunch of them. The way I, the way I hear tell, it was a bunch of non melanated creators that was in here. Uh, that was in that event. But I think a lot of them, I think 90% of the guys that were in there were homosexual white male or members of, members of the LGBTQ that were male that uh, wanted Nicki Minaj. They're like, I like Nicki and just wanted to see Nicki. But what they did was they took the, it took the spot of a black creator that could have taken that spot and been appreciated on Black History Month. Nah. You want to sit there and uh, you want to sit there and take up that spot because you want to see Nikki. Like, that's stupid. Like, that's really, really stupid. Oh, sorry about that. I had to get that yawn out, man. Still early. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you got people 
I mean, you got you, you got these folks that are appropriating hairstyles. You got people who are just blatant racist and rocket raccoons and such. And I, you know, I, I, the term rocket raccoon has always bugged me, right? And I'm trying to figure out, and maybe someone who's listening can help me. You know, you can email me, knucleheadchroniclespodcast.com, you know, at gmail.com. How can a black person side with a bigot or a racist? You know, some people, we, we, you know, in the, in the, in the, the first people, the first person that comes to mind when you think about people that are cooning and all that is Candace Owen, right? That's, that's one of the, she's the first one. And I just can't figure out what, why do you hate yourself so bad to where you shun the entire community, you know, and tell us, and tell us we ghetto and we're, and we're, you know, we're fearing for our life. Is it, come on, come on, come on, come on! You, you are not that scared of us. You know, you're afraid of us, but you got cops performing no knock warrants on people and shooting the baby dead nine seconds into the entire into the encounter. Seriously. And then when I watched that, and they said, "Well, he had a gun legally." Had a warrant for it and everything. See, we can do it. We can do it right and still end up dead. You know what I'm saying? Nine seconds into nine seconds inside the door, they shot him and killed him because he had a gun. And he seemed, and he seemed. Uh, uh, come on now, shout out to Amir Locke and his family. Rest in peace, King. But it, it's just, it's just it's crazy. You know, and and, uh, and I'm hoping that these charges, these these cops, get charged. But then again, you know, we got lucky. They gave us George Floyd. They gave us they, uh, Derek Chauvin was the, the guinea pig for them. So they gave us Derek Chauvin on a platter. But even even him, try, even he is trying to repeal or appeal his conviction. Um, but I don't know if they're gonna do it or not. I mean, but. This young man was asleep on somebody's couch, on somebody's bed. I can't remember. A family member, though. He had his gun, permit. Oh, no, you never created, never had an, uh, a ticket, none of that. Uh, so they came in there, and they decided to shoot him. Nine seconds. <laughs> Nine seconds. And I'm, and I'm not by no stretch of the imagination saying that uh, cops only kill black people. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying 95.7 percent of the people that kill them are black for no reason. I mean, we can go out, we got we go out a whole list. I'm not gonna do that, but we can go out a whole list, and you'll see. I mean, it's 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 just really it's really crazy. I pray that one day it gets better because I have uh, three children. That, that race that are coming up in this. I got grandchildren that are gonna that could come up in this in, in this society and I hope that we can get CRT talking to these schools so the kids can understand. So maybe the maybe the next generation don't won't have it as bad as us. You know, or, or as bad as we had it. There's gotta be there's gotta be 
uh, it's got to be hope. I have hope for the future. I have hope that we are going to come out on the other side of this smelling like roses. You know, we're not going to present, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to agree on every single aspect of our opinion. 100%. There's just no way we're going to do it. However, though, we can sit down and we can have a dialogue about it. And our dialogue will, will go as long of a way than going to somebody and taking their, and taking their radio or their phone and saying, hey, watch this, you know. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping that it gets better. That's that's my hope. I mean, um, I don't I don't step out a lot about racism. Uh, not that I'm afraid of it. Not that I'm afraid of the activism or whatever. But the fact that people will, what kind of, you know, I get I get more concerned because uh, my wife is my wife is uh, Caucasian, and my son I have with my wife is is mixed. So, and his special needs. So it's like, I really want to be around for as long as I can be around to make sure he's not getting mistreated or nothing like that. Cause I know he's going to start um, ABA therapy in a couple of weeks. And they're a little rough over there on ABA. So I want to make sure that he's he's good uh, on that. But yo, I mean, I'm sorry. This was a completely uh, ramble session here. I just want to you know, get off my chest with the with the with the uh, the racism because it's retarded. Things that we're going through. I mean, the justice system. You know, you got people. You got people just leaving. I mean, it's, come on, man. It is really crazy. So I'm gonna step out the door uh, again. <coughs> Excuse me. Shout out to the the L.A. Rams and everybody who's a fan. <coughs> Excuse me. Everybody who's a fan of the LA Rams, uh, my coworker Ed is a huge Rams fan, so I'm gonna hear his lip all day. Uh, <laughs> I was pulling for the Bengals, but uh, and the only reason why I was pulling for the Bengals because they beat the Chiefs. So, be it that I'm I'm too wide away from Kansas City, you, know, you, you kind of become a fan. So, um, but yeah. That's kind of where it's, that's kind of where I'm at, and I want to say thank you for everyone who supports, who listens. I really appreciate you. Uh, for those of you who who, who listen to this, um, I see that my last chapter of my story only three people downloaded. Uh huh. That's what. I'm, <laughs> but I'll be back uh, on Wednesday with uh, another episode in the Origin series. So. Stick around. Follow me on the knucklehead uh, com slash knucklehead chronicles podcast. You can email me at any time on the knucklehead chronicles podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and I would love to hear from each and every one of you. Uh, if you have a show idea, I'd like to be a part of the show. Uh, I will be kicking up a call in uh, portion of this show here in, uh, at the beginning of probably April. Uh, because I want to get everything set up and make, it, make sure I don't sound crazy to people. But I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your day, man. We'll see you on the flip side. <laughs>
powered by Riverside.